Hey, this is Liz. This is Heather. And on this episode, we are talking all about geek hobbies and some current events. All right. Hit the music. So we got some awesome and exciting news today uh, when we woke up. I mean, you're going to hear this a couple days from now, obviously. But uh, so they've announced the new doctor yeah, for Doctor Who. The 13th doctor. The, the 13th doctor. And her name is Jodie Whittaker. So how exciting is it that we, you know, we've been talking about this for, what, two years at least? Like, when are we going to get a female doctor? Yeah, and... I mean, because it's been around, obviously, for over 50 years. And you can kind of understand why there wasn't a female doctor at the beginning and during the 60s and right. stuff. We understand that. Uh, but We they, get sexism. Yeah. yeah. We, <laughs> but, but they've established a uh, canon uh, since uh, Missy mm-hmm. has been around that... Uh, you know, you can just hop back and forth from gender. Yeah. And um, so we saw that a lot. It seemed like they've been leading up to this for a while. Well, I'm glad they are because, again, it's 2017. It's time to have a female lead yeah. in this in this show. And I'm glad that the BBC has taken that on. I mean, we saw with the last season, with the introduction of Bill the Companion, who is openly gay, gay. Uh-huh. Uh, that they're they're pushing those boundaries beyond the kind of normal, proper... Yeah, heteronormative, yeah. societal, masculine, bleh, bleh. Yeah, uh, they finally realized that women can be doctors. I know. <laughs> it's like, we've been doctors for a while. I know. Um, I, and uh, so this is announced just a few minutes ago. I already got, uh, I already was uh, getting some shit via Twitter. Really? Well, okay. So I commented, because some girl went on this long rant about why it could never happen. And first of all, because he's a soldier. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait, so you're saying women can't be soldiers? I'm and, sorry. There's a, isn't there a senator right now who yeah. like had a leg blown off or whatever? Yeah. I mean, come on. So, uh, I mean... I'm like, well, I'll just ste- step away from that. And then, you know, and producer yeah. Craig was like, you know, Gal Gadot was a, a female soldier. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's like the, all of the Israelis. Yeah, the, you have to. You have to. Yeah. It's, it's required. I'm like, hello, badass. Yep. Did they ever watch uh, NCIS? And what's her name on that show? I don't know. Zena or whatever <laughs> her name was on that show. She, I mean, she was Mossad. She was, you mm-hmm. know, Israeli army. Like, yeah. You do. And she's so, fucking badass. I'm like, that's a soldier. We yep. have women here who are soldiers. Yeah. yeah. Like, so this, really? Yeah. This news is fairly new, and already, like, the internet is going crazy. So you yeah, have, I posted it on our mm-hmm. uh, our Facebook page today with just kind of a boom mm-hmm. about time, and then linked the article. And all I've seen is likes and retweets. So yeah. Yeah. And get on you there. We didn't get anybody. Oh, we got, I've got some just terrible things. Like people are just, not first on of our us, page. No, right. not on okay. our page because our pe- uh, people that like us are, are, awesome. are good people. Yeah. And, you know, and I did actually post something in my personal wall. It was like, if you have a problem with me being excited about something, go shove it up your ass. Kiss you know, I, I'm not asking for your opinion on my opinion. <laughs> right. Didn't ask. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, um, there was a, a couple of uh, tweets that I, I thought uh, were kind of uh, appropriate. There's yeah. actually um, this chick, and her name's Vanessa, mm-hmm. and uh, her she's at I don't know what this word is. Vadijim, Dijim, Vadijim. Spell it. 
V-A-D-I-G-I-M. How do you pronounce that? I don't know. It's probably like her first and first initial last name. Yeah. <laughs> so she was uh, all over, you know, defending the lady doctor. And mm-hmm. so I'm like officially love her now on Twitter. But she says, it's all fiction. You can't get upset. Right. <laughs> because fiction doesn't make like, sense to you. You, <laughs> you know that time travel is not really a thing. And the aliens, you know, we don't know if they're really a thing. But I'm going to go with since it hasn't been proven yet, we're still going to just call that fiction. So your argument is dumb. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like I was at a, I was at Whataburger yesterday or two days ago with, uh, with Paul and my niece Maddie. And I overheard these two teenage boys at the table next to us. And I, I heard them talking about the Joker. So I was like perked up, but I was just like, Oh, cool. Nerds. I like that. And so then I'm listening to their conversation as you do. And they are having a discussion as to why, Jared Leto's Joker in Suicide Squad is infinitely better than Heath Ledger's in The Dark Knight. And I seriously had to stop myself from just flying over the table at these morons. But it's like, oh, and it's like, I can't. They're well, kids. I'm now, not going to. Now, Jesus. the thing is, they're talking about the movies and yes. the movies are absolutely wrong. However, yeah. if you're talking about being authentic to the comics i'd say that jared leto's joker is more authentic to the comics but however harley quinn is not in the comics right. so it's not like that movie was trying to be authentic to no it's not it, that movie was trying to be a cash grab yeah that's all that was and, and it is mm-hmm. if i could tell you how much my little niece is spending at hot topic on funko pops harley quinn gear mm-hmm. property of the joker backpacks which i have a super issue yeah. with because she's 10 mm-hmm. and I don't want her thinking she's property of anyone ever especially a psychopath it's, but yeah, exactly and that's you know we we've talked about our whole issues with their gigantic clusterfuck of a relationship which should not be glorified but anyways back to back to the doctor because that's what we're talking about yeah oh so did we, did we did we ever say her name is Jody Whitaker. Jody Whitaker yeah. yeah she is uh in Broadchurch yeah she's in Broadchurch and, and you guys will remember her if you've seen that um she was her uh son had uh died in the very first one and she's, yeah I haven't ever watched it it's but good. Paul said it's ending so this is yeah. a good segue for her to, uh, to you move know, on every single episode oh yeah it definitely is ending but um uh every single season is it's not standalone because there is a little tie-in, right. but it's not. So far, they haven't been. Right. You could watch them independently. And then and we're talking the BBC Broadchurch. Don't watch the American Broadchurch. It just wasn't as good, even mm. though David Tennant was in it. You know, here's the... I love American TV, and I've always been kind of anti-BBC until I got really into Doctor Who a couple years ago before we started doing this podcast. Um, and yeah. now I, I really have enjoyed more of it than I guess I... I guess our exposure to BBC and British humor as a kid was whatever they would play on PBS because mm-hmm. we didn't have cable or, yeah. for a long time. Um, so it was things like AbFab and just stuff I that I just Ab-Fab. didn't... Well, I love it now. Yeah. But as a kid, I just didn't get it and I didn't find it funny. But I've noticed that like when you have like Coupling. Coupling was yeah. a fantastic show. The British version. Yeah. The American version was shit. Yeah. It's like, well. like, Even I, though it was identical. Like like word for word, shot by shot. Just it not, just doesn't. It didn't It didn't, it just didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work. Which is weird. Um, but like The Office. I, I like The yeah. American Office just because the. Oh, I like The American Office. Know, the, I think the, it's good. The actors are fantastic. And the, you know, it's yeah. very funny. But The British Office is also very good. Yeah. But love like love the IT crowd and things like that. Like that show could have just gone on for ever. S- ever. I would and I would it. keep watching it. So. Me too. 
So I that's who I was hoping that the doctor would be was, um, I forgot his name. Is it Richard Armitage? Uh, no, Richard Armitage no. is from... Uh, I get uh, it mixed up. He's from The Hobbit. Oh, yeah. Not him. <laughs> no, no. Not that one. No, you're talking about the guy who plays the real nerdy guy. Yeah. I not love him. The, not I love him. I forgot his name. His anyway, name? who yeah, cares? Whatever. Um, we'll, get a, we'll get a tweet. So now Jody Whitaker did try and uh, tell people to to calm the fuck down, you know, mm-hmm. in, a, in a nice way. She said, you know, I want to let the uh, fans know not to be scared of my gender. This was uh, an interview by Radio Times. Mm-hmm. It was like the BBC official like writer. I don't know if yeah. they're owned by him or what, but they have all the promotional stuff. Yeah. Maybe they're like our entertainment weekly. Who mm-hmm. cares? Anyway. And then she said, uh, this is a really exciting time. And Doctor Who represents everything that's exciting about change. The fans have lived through so many changes. And this is the only a new and a different one, not a scary one. Well, and I think that's, we've talked about this in all of our Doctor Who episodes. I think the the life cycle of a doctor. It's, you know, as soon as they change, everybody hates them. I miss my doctor. The last guy was so much better. And then they start to, okay, well, it's it's not so bad. It's getting better. And then it's like, oh, my God, I love this guy. And then, oh, my God, I can't believe he's leaving. How are we ever going to live without this doctor? And I think, and I, you know, again, starting this just a couple of years ago with the eighth doctor, and because I, I can't, I, we've talked, I cannot watch classic Who. It just. It's, it's hard to watch. It's really difficult. It's like Sesame Street. To me, it looks like Sesame Street, but worse. So I, I just can't. I mean, I know my brother-in-law, Philip, is probably screaming if he's listening to this because he is such a huge fan. But I just, I just personally cannot get into it because, and probably because it was not something I watched as a kid. It wasn't something I even knew existed until I met Paul a few years ago. I really didn't. Everybody's like, what? I'm like, You should no. see how the TARDIS keys used to look. They were a lot different. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I just didn't, I didn't yeah. get it. So I started with the eighth doctor and that's, you know, a lot more modern. It's a lot more out of a Well, it also came downstage. after like five so, years or yeah, so. Yeah. It was a gap. It, yeah. But it just, you know, I, I really have liked that. and But again, I've, I've experienced that life cycle with each and every doctor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone's like, who's your favorite? I'm like, ah, I do, it, dep- it depends on where in that life cycle they were. Because I didn't like, I could not stand David Tennant when he first came on the scene. I really couldn't. Because I had already, I liked Eccleston because that was my first doctor. And then it was like, who is this guy? He's Barty Crouch Jr. This is really weird. But I just... And then you just grow to love him, right? Yeah. And then he leaves, and it's Matt Smith. And you, Matt Smith's a weird Labrador puppy, so you just don't really know what to... Yeah, it he's took very a while frenetic for to... and chaotic, so it was kind of a, what? Like, I don't... I like Amy Pond. She's kind of a bitch, but in a good way. Like, I really like her. But... So it took a long time. And then Capaldi, it took me... It took me a, a little bit longer than Clara to get used to him. You know, because <laughs> like, he's just a very different kind of doctor. And I think that's what we're going to find going forward. Yeah. I will be very interested to see companion-wise what they decide to do if they're going to keep, you know, because most of his companions have been women unless they've, you know, have a dude that's drug along yeah. other than whatever this guy's name is, the bald guy that's with him now. Mm-hmm. Um, He's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but it's one of those that's just, are they going to stick with the gender of, you know, male has a female companion, female has a female male companion, or will they just whoever and whatever? So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if they're taking the, the gender bend beyond yeah. just the doctor's role and we'll bring in. 
Well, they really foreshadowed that they would be have a female doctor this time. I mean, yeah. they, especially the last episode, it was like they were slapping you in the face with it. They were like, <laughs> you know, when the master said, um, is this how it is going to be all girls in the future? And he said, like, oh, we can only hope. You know, yeah. and yeah. so, um, and then uh, he went on a little rant about our uh, gen- uh, fit into your gender mold. And then, but that's when Bill said, but you guys are called time lords. And he's like, well, good point. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Time Masters was uh, taken by somebody else. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the new doctor. I, I understand. I, I don't know how many of the, how much of the pushback is literally, um, uh, is really just people not being used to the change because I think that a lot of people were really scared about Peter Capaldi. He's right. an older uh, guy. I like him because I like good actors and mm-hmm. he's a known... He's he a was, really he good was, actor. And he was a really known actor and I've seen him in a lot of things. And so I was excited to see him portray the doctor. So I've been a fan of his from the get-go. But just like everything else, when I knew that they were announcing who the new doctor was, it's just, just you got this feeling in the pit of your stomach, like, oh, no, I'm going to have a new doctor. Mm-hmm. Like somebody else to that, you know, that I'm going to follow on this uh, road with. I can feel, I see what the companions are feeling like. It's just yeah. like it's somebody different but the same, but it's somebody different, you know. Well, and that's, I think, the first companion that we really saw who... God, I mean, there was a little bit of that with Rose. Like, what the who? Like, yeah, Rose, had, Rose crossed the t- tube. Yeah. She crossed the tube. But I think the the one, you know, Clara really was the one that she had spent her time with Matt Smith. And, but, she, you know, which, again, makes that whole 50th girl through time Well, bullshit. it was the episode before the well, 50th. The, the 50th episode was the best was thing. Good, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. But, but I'm saying, like, this, you know... The, why the, she should be so shocked and sh- you know whatever if she's the girl who's always there i know then that was it's I like mean, that you whole knew him when was he was dumb. crazy old and you're like you, <laughs> you know, knew him when he was 12 other people you knew him when you he know? was black and white <laughs> and you're having an issue with him for being scottish and older now you know <laughs> like i just can't make i can't wrap ch- my hand around a scottish old man but i think the way that that they portrayed that was was so good because it was so different yeah again you know you know, when David Tennant came on the scene and Rose has to, you know, deal with this new face, he's still young, he's still handsome, he's still someone that she could fall in love with, this yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to be the thing with Clara. Like, she's not going yeah. to do that here, where she might have had oh, she Matt even, Smith she stayed even around. said she fancied him. Yeah, and it's, like so it's just one of those, like, it's, it's good to see that they are addressing pretty much all of our concern mm-hmm. for what happens whenever they bring in a new doctor. I'm just really excited about it because we've been talking about it for years now that they need to have a woman doctor. I was still kind of secretly pulling for Helen Mirren, but you know, whatever. I, I was Haley Atwell. And that was who I was. Yeah. But uh, this lady is awesome. And so, uh, you know, uh, Jody was excellent in Broadchurch and just, mm-hmm. she had a really good range of emotion. I'm hoping we still get the quirkiness. I think that that's even, the quirkiness that Peter Capaldi had was more like a, a sarcastic, you know, uh, quirky. Yeah. And I enjoyed that, but I kind of, I do miss a little bit of the, you know, the more weirdness, like Peter Capaldi was quirky. It was weird instead of quirky. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And, um, 
Uh, but I loved him. He's still my favorite doctor, and you can't take that away from me. I am. I am a little worried that uh, of the reboot of everything. You know. Yeah. Because we're going to have a new companion. We're going to have a new writer, and we're going to have a new doctor. It is tough whenever the whole world is changing because you don't know and re- who's going to Zack Snyder it. You know. Yeah. And <laughs> like, remember I'm how going to slow- take this and. Yeah, I remember how slow the very first um, few episodes of um, uh, Rory and, you know, Amy and uh, Matt Smith. That mm-hmm. was kind of slow at the beginning. But also, you know what? It was the same with uh, Jenna and Matt Smith too, yeah. at the beginning. Too. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it always just going to take an adjustment period. I mean, other than Bill, like Bill just kind of jumped in feet first. Yeah, she was she was perfect. Fearless yeah. and awesome. I'm going to miss her. I will, too. I really liked her. Yeah. And I'm sad that she only got such a short and and what's, short run. And what's so weird is like how she became the essence of you know I I can't really st- I don't want to spoil it for everybody but they how she became the essence of like one of the main villains. It was really yeah. interesting, a really yeah. interesting twist there. I, we just finally got through uh, the season mm-hmm. because we we started it right after it started, and then just you know shit gets in the way and they, pi- they start piling up on iTunes, whatever. So we sat down and watched all of them the other day, and it was just like. <gasps> Wow. Yeah. It was really cool. We're not going to spoil it because, again, some people probably still have it on their DVR and have yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Chance. We're not far enough out. We yeah. like to maintain our no spoilers policy. Yeah. If you don't have regular cable or and didn't pay for it, you don't know about it yet. So. Right. Exactly. Uh, the, um, I did see that um, uh, Twitter guy. This was really funny what he said. He said, well done. Okay. So his name is Marky Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I like it's it, actually, it's, awesome. it's at Old Man River 1800. But he said, well done. The, the doctor's first battle will be the Cybermen. Now, he didn't not like the Spider-Man, the Cybermen, the villain. Yeah. Sp- Cybermen and who tweet their rage <laughs> as they write uh, as uh, impotently in a cloud of Cheeto dust. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, the Twitterverse it has been a crazy. Yeah, I've been, I haven't been on there trying to look at these things just because I didn't want. Well, to people, or, yeah, people get, people get, uh, people are up in arms about anything every time there's something new, whatever. You I know? know. And then the thing is, you think that if anybody would be understanding a massive change, it would be Doctor Who fans, right? That's that is what that show is about. It's like this guy literally changes every couple of years. <laughs> And it's not, it's not like, oh, we've had the same guy since the beginning and we love him and how dare it, like a soap opera where they change, just change out the characters at will, but they don't ever explain why they now look completely different <laughs> because it's I, a new I, actor. I know. They're just like, the part of Tad will now be played by Bob. They just, you know, have, they just have a different thing underneath just, it. I mean, no, and not even that. Yeah. They, they literally just have a voiceover actor saying that as the episode starts when the guy comes in and then it's never mentioned again. And it's not, you know, they used to try to do things because I don't watch a lot of soaps like anymore, he, but he I would did have a surgery younger. or he had a yeah, burn. Oh, yeah. well we just found him in a mountaintop in the Himalayas because he was a plane crash and ate all the people on his plane. Uh, and now he's got a different face because he was all scarred up. So they used to try to do that, or this was this person's evil doppelganger, but yeah. this is the real one. But now they just change them out, and you're just supposed to go. No, because every my sister still watches like The Young and the Restless, and every time I come over there, she'll sometimes be watching them piled up from you know the day she works. She doesn't get a chance to watch anything, and I'm like, so who is that now? Is that the new so and so? What who? Because I watched that show years ago, and the funniest thing is you just pretty much pick up where you left off. Like I've missed. 15 years of that show doesn't matter pretty much same storyline same people mostly so 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't so know. I'm excited I, about but, what's going to come. You know, this is the problem. This is just the only problem that I have is that Doctor Who is so um, believe everything is possible. We're yeah. expanding t- space and time. My wife is uh, is actually the uh, child of my companion, right. you know, who I got into a fight with while she was pregnant with my wife. You know, like, right, like exactly. it was just, she all got co- pregnant on my TARDIS. On my TARDIS. my future wife. Cha- you know, yeah. And we're, you know, not related, but whatever. It's, His um, name is Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, we're okay with all of that. That's, yeah, fine. that's fine. But like, you know what? It's, you know. Yeah, the fact that the fact that River Song dies the first time they meet, yeah, it's fine. And then they have a whole relationship and get married. Oh, okay, okay, totally fine. We we love River. We love this, but psh, fuck you. Put a lady in charge. Yeah, exactly. How dare you? Yeah, and they, you know, and they, they they even mentioned like in the um uh the Christmas episode uh with uh, Rivers of Husbands mm-hmm. that, that I think they both had an affair with Cleopatra or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that was hilarious. Yes, and, you, do. you know, it's like they they clearly are beyond these stupid labels we're putting yeah. on them, either, you know, gender or sexuality, you mm-hmm. know. Oh well. Yeah. I don't I'm I'm excited, no, oh, uh, but I'm 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 sad. I miss Peter. Okay, it's 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 later in the episode, but I don't think it'll spoil anything. When um, they go and they find the the Roman Legion in this this season, oh yeah, and and she's Bill is trying to explain to the the Legionnaire that because uh, he seems to like like her, and <laughs> she's like, I I don't like your ty- like I like girls, and he's like. Well, I'm sorry you're so small-minded because we're Romans and we like everyone. Like, <laughs> I know that was like funny. like Bob over there. He only dates boys. And he's gonna, that's yeah. so small, close-minded, and I love that. That was it's, funny. You're right. It's really a nice poke at the you know. Yeah, that was really early in quo. the too, Yeah, it was. So um, the other thing that's come out this week um, is that the D D twenty three happened oh, yeah. the disney uh-huh. big disney expo where Apparently, they're talking about all their good stuff so busy that everything nobody was just could get busy. in yeah, yeah. it's crazy i mean that's kind of why i'm i really don't think i want to go to uh san diego comic-con oh no yeah because everything is just waiting in line to get into something well before you know? before i learned about comic palooza and you know got into this game you know i kept saying because paul had never been to a convention i kept saying i'm gonna i'm gonna take him comic-con one year like that's going to be like the best thing ever and now i'm like nope no i'm not because it sounds awful Mm. um i mean not that i mean i would love to be able to see some of the bigger stars that they can get than you know some of the ones that are more localized but i just i don't think just from an anxiety standpoint and a Mm -hmm. tired and frustrated and whatever i just i've been to the convention center in san diego it's huge you know it's just no yeah i just don't think that that is is somewhere that i would feel comfortable like you know when i, I know. took when we took paul last year it, he he took he even said i found my tribe like i thought he was going to be really overwhelmed but he loved every second of it um so i don't think he would get that same sense of feeling and community and whatever at something that big and lines for days i mean because we wandered yeah. through um you and i we're, when we were going to find where we were going to have our photo with Felicia Day, mm-hmm. we just wandered through the autograph and you saw like Finn Jones and Shannon Elizabeth yeah. and people just, just sitting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't, it wasn't their well, time. Well, it was also so was, a Friday. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was like nobody's there. They're just sitting there and you can see them. They're, you know, mm-hmm. 30 feet away or whatnot. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not paying for your autograph, but I can see you from here. This, so. uh, this Salt Lake Con I'm going to in um, September is looking big. That one looks amazing. Big. And, um, 
I was just so excited. They kept saying John Cusack, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> okay. Joan. And then I was like, bring Joan. And then they just announced, and I'm like, Joan's going. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, 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 I don't know. Everybody loves John Cusack. I, he's okay. Yeah. Like, I love him in Must Love Dogs with Diane Lane, if you've ever seen that. Yeah. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. little rom com. Um, but I love Joan Cusack literally. I think she She's wins rom coms, not yeah. not John. I'm sorry. You she know. just wins at life. She I mean, does. she's funny. I would. I want to see her sarcastic. Yeah, I, I want to see her lead something. Yeah, that'd you be know, because awesome. she's always the 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 <laughs> spunky uh, sidekick. Do you remember her in Sixteen Candles at the dance? She's got the braces and the headgear. Oh yeah, and she's got like a sweatshirt on that has a like a girl in a party dress, and the dress comes up, and she's like wiping her mouth after <laughs> she's you know yeah. had her little time at the water fountain, which is also a comedic slapstick kind of thing. Yeah, hysterical. Yeah. So, anyways, I, um, so oh yeah, but, talk about but, but at D twenty. 23 they 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 posted and it wasn't a trailer everybody was wondering if we were going to get another teaser trailer for star wars uh the last jedi or if we were going to get you know what we were going to get so what we got was some really cool fan art, or like posters these new posters are amazing is it that are they the mondo ones or, or no this wasn't the mondo ones it's when you posted to the face the one page. i posted to our facebook page but they have them for um because the one i posted was carrie fisher as general uh, general mm-hmm. organa but they don't show any of their faces it's like from their mouth down oh yeah and then you know it's like yeah and it's and body it's shots lo- like and they're and it, all in red yeah and they did um they did leia Kylo Ren, Ray, Finn, and Poe, and I think there might have been one or two others, all in this similar vein and style. And it was just, they were gorgeous. It was yeah. just breathtaking. And the, the Carrie Fisher one, of course, already gives me the feels. Yeah. Because I, I just know, no matter how awesome this movie is, there will be tears. Like, yeah. this is just going to be so sad. Like, I seriously can't watch, you know, Jimmy Fallon did a a little thing where they, they kind of did the acapella of the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And they have all the, the you know, he has his band, but mm-hmm. they also have all the yeah, stars kind of pop uh-huh. in and out. Every time Carrie Fisher pops up, I burst into tears. Like It's, it's going to be hard to watch. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, yeah. You know, it's been six months, and I'm still, like, bursting yeah. into tears every time I see her. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting. But they re- what they released was a behind-the-scenes um video uh-huh. that talks about kind of where they're going with this. And, you know, they've got Mark Hamill in there who's like, I, you know, I know everything about Star Wars and I'm still surprised. Like these yeah. are, you know, these different things that are coming up. So it was very exciting and it just looks really, really good. Yeah. And it's, but it's so funny. I keep telling myself, like when I was doing research for uh, another episode that we have coming up soon, I was like, why do I keep forgetting that the big Star Wars movie is coming out in December? Because we had so long where there just wasn't or yeah. there was such this anticipation. And now we're getting a main movie every two years and a smaller movie or not smaller, but, you know, like a side movie, if you mm-hmm. will, from the main uh canon story we're getting like we had rogue one at christmas this year next year we should have the han solo movie if it doesn't go to total crap with all this director bullshit yeah i'm I'm worried i am worried as well but um you know so but i was like why do i keep forgetting like the next big installment is coming in december i should be more like anticipating about this but i haven't been but i've also been trying to really kind of curb myself because when when the force awakens was getting ready to come out I was so desperate for whatever was coming that I was like 
looking at everything and fan theories and all these stories and all of this stuff. Like I just was desperate for information this time though. I'm trying to not do that. Like Mm -hmm. not quite to the point where our friend Cassie was, where she's like, la 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 la. Like I don't want to do that, but I'm just, I don't want to go in with like too many weird expectations or, well, I've heard that Snoke might be this or this and that. I don't want to go into that because I want to really be able to see and focus on what, they have yeah you know for us so yeah but i'm excited it's coming up yeah that's uh they also announced uh while they were there the uh star wars land at disney world which or yeah. no, i'm sorry disneyland disneyland which looks effing awesome yeah it so looks pretty amazing so i still haven't gone to the second half of the harry potter we kept saying i was gonna do it this year but it looks like we're gonna do it next year instead and so i haven't been to disney world since like junior high like that, yeah. that oh was the last you need time. to go to, well it um you know, Harry Potter world's not in Disney world. Well, yeah. I know, but it's, um, in the, in the yeah, area. I think I'm yeah. just going to do Like, I think I have to, based on what I'm researching, you have to split up your universal trips mm-hmm. with your Disney trips. It's just too hard to combine trips with both, both theme it's parks. It's too hard. And it's too fucking expensive. Jesus I know, Christ. So expensive. Like I remember when we went to Disney in the eighties, you know, I mean, it was, or maybe late eighties. I mean, it was like, for my family of five, it was you know oh, like yeah. five hundred bucks. Yeah, for yeah. So it's, it's well over a, a thousand yeah. package or, or a two day package or whatever it was. And yeah. like I even missed a date. Like we had a we had two passes, like an adult and a kid pass, mm-hmm. because I got sick. Yeah. Like I got food poisoning um, the first night we were there. And so the second day, I you know we got there all excited and like puked in the parking lot. My dad's like, eh, back to the hotel. Good luck, mom, with the other two kids. Bye. <laughs> so. But it was like we were trying to like sell them to yeah. other people who could still use them yeah. later and say, hey, we still have these two tickets to Disney because they were so expensive. And it's like I just – but I saw um, I saw an article last week about some guy who'd been to Disneyland for 500 and something days straight. Like yeah. every single day for 500 days. who's was like some kind of record and had lost like 45 pounds or whatever mm-hmm. because it sounded like he had uh, lost his job or he'd gotten laid off. And someone had bought him a year pass mm-hmm. to Disney. Yeah, like apparently it's like not much more it's than like a four day pass. It's like not much more than a four day pass. <laughs> and so he's he's just continued like he's got a job again, but he goes every single day and walks the park, and this mm-hmm. is like his Thanks. exercise or whatever. And I was like, that is crazy. Because I looked it up. I was like, well, how the hell much is a yearly yeah, it's, pass? It's like $609 They or also have like a, a, a around the world pass. And yeah. it's expensive. You know, it's like $2,000. Right. But it like gets you in but every park. But people. Yeah, my cousins are. And yeah. I mean, they have, you know, they have blogs and stuff. Well, my about, brother-in-law yeah. and sister-in-law went to Disney World for their honeymoon. Like they're Disney people. And, you know, they live in Chicago. So it's not like they're super close. But if you live... Anywhere near yeah. one of these parks, I mean, that's an well, amazing even, price. Even if you don't, a lot of the Disney people, like you know, like my cousins, they'll go to. I mean, they go to Hong Kong. That's right. where they're going on their trips so that they can go to the Hong Kong yeah. Disney and you know the one in France and the mm-hmm. one you know. I just yeah, I haven't been in years, and I I'm sure I would like to go somewhat, but again, I have issues with crowds and hot things. There so. is the, that's. <laughs> I mean, you got to have to go in like December. Yeah, no, uh, you want to go in. Uh, when the kids are in school, mm-hmm. I think that like early January 10th. Yeah. <laughs> it gets actually gets cold, cold in Orlando. That's also that time. where you want to go on a cruise. January 10th is like the perfect time. Like right after the kids get back into school, when we went on our, our Caribbean cruise, that's what we did. It was 40 degrees here in Houston. So it was cold. But by the time you get out into yeah. the Gulf, it's 86 degrees. Yeah. You know, so 
lovely. And there's no kids on the boat. Mm -hmm. So we actually have a topic for today that has nothing to do with the two things we we just discussed. We had to get our current events, you know, out there because they were big deals. Absolutely. So what we want to talk about today, uh, I I ran across this article the other day and I thought it would be really fun to discuss because we haven't done a really good geek-centric kind of topic in a little while. Um, But what we want to talk about today are geek hobbies. And so, again, these are, you know, obviously just things that people enjoy doing and what like to do. And I think a lot of the I found a list on Ranker.com. And this is the best geek and nerd hobbies, geek tested, nerd approved, because Ranker is all kind of crowdsourced. So this is, you know, what people have actually said, not just somebody sitting there. It's what they consider a geek hobby. Okay. Yeah. So what they consider a geek hobby. I'm going to go through the top 10 list. So you're going to start at 10? Uh, yeah, I'll start at 10. Um, and I'll go down to one, but there are actually 86 items on this list. So after we get through the 10, I just want to pull up a couple that I think are random, funny that like, again, more because people vote on this and you can see how many people have voted. Yes. This is like a top priority versus no, uh, cause some of them are really crazy. So number 10 collecting stuff. Okay, well, that's really generic. These are all fairly okay, sort of generic. I would say that based capacity. on the Funko Pop out yeah. there, uh, that's a true. Well, think statement. about like collecting can be. I mean, it can go from pop culture to things like punk, Funko Pops and you know autographs or whatever to those you know the ones that we might think of the stereotypical nerd who are stamp collecting or insect collecting or coins coins or you know whatever rare toenails i don't know bugs people collect stuff yeah and not just hoarders but you know hoarding is its own thing yeah Um, yeah a lot of people they're like they they're like dining collection it's all a certain type of stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so i think that that's a universal hobby it is a lot of people like to collect stuff yeah i think the geeks take it to another level because if you like actually the, the one that stands out the most to me did you ever watch gene simmons family jewels it's yeah. uh, the hit the reality show about Gene Simmons from Kiss. If you're not familiar, if you're that geeky, he has an office, and his office literally has every piece of Kiss memorabilia that was ever created, every single one, and it's like holy shit because there's a lot. Kiss has been around for like forty yeah. years, so it's you know you look at something like that, and you look at someone who's you know Gene Simmons from Kiss. You don't think about this person as a nerd or a geek, but <laughs> Yeah, he is. Yeah. So it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Okay, so that's number 10. He um, also tries to claim that the little devil horns was trademarked by him and he's suing oh, yeah. people. Whatever. Yeah, like you don't get a patent on that, dude. Yeah, anyway. like it's also the UT symbol for hook em horn. So it's, it's also like really close to I love you yeah, in. Um, yeah. In uh, sign language. You don't get a claim on that, dude. Well, because if you get a claim on that, I get a claim on flipping the bird because I do it a lot. <laughs> I just saw that, uh, you know, Beyonce just had her twins. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just saw some some article that was show you know announcing these twins to the world, and I don't remember what their names are now. But apparently, she and Jay Z like filed copyrights yeah, on, on their, their kids', kids names. names. And I'm like, who does that? That is oh, I so think they're starting weird. a line of baby stuff that's named I, it's after so the kids. Weird. Yeah. But it's like like the boy's name is like Sir Carter. Well, I think his last name's Carter. It is. So his, his name, name is, is Sir. Sir. But yeah. I'm like, you know what? You are not the only person who has that name. I think, but I thought that the, the copyright was the com- combination of the two names, Sir it and probably Sir is. Cardi and Nobu? What is no, it? No, it was. Nobi? No. 
I don't remember. I don't remember. I looked it up, but Sorry. I don't care enough to remember because I don't really care about Beyonce. So anyway. Sorry, Beehive. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm actually not sorry. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, but okay, so number 10, collecting stuff. Okay. Number nine is cosplay. Yeah. And we definitely know a lot of people who are big oh, into and this. It's, and it's and definitely a hobby. And it really does. It's uh, a very it, expensive it, hobby. Oh, I cannot believe how expensive it is. Mm. It's just like that plastic stuff that you can cut and mold and melt down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like crazy expensive. Yep. Well, just think about even like what's your Joanne's bill for the year? Just going into the, I mean, get yeah, fabric Yeah, because fabric is and, expensive. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I cannot imagine. I would like to, you know, it's, it's you know, in bad form to ask Jenny Kelly how much she spends on working her stuff. Because her stuff <laughs> is beautiful. Did you see her mermaid costume oh from my this God. weekend? And oh. then she was like. Oh, um, I showed it to Maddie. She's like, is that Jenny Kelly? Like, yeah. it, she's obsessed with Jenny. Yeah. So Jenny, my yeah. niece is obsessed yeah. with Yeah, and then adorable. she did like an Uncle Sam or well, an Aunt Samantha. I think yeah. that's what she called it's, her. Aunt Samantha. It was adorable. And it mm-hmm. was like, just like, oh my God. Well, every costume beautiful. I've ever seen her in is just so perfect. And the attention to detail is mm-hmm. insane and even my friend Lainey who's been yeah. on our show before it was big into cosplay and a lot of her stuff and she does all of her stuff now handmade because it's just mm-hmm. cheaper than trying to go out and well, buy something and it's well, easy. you'd have to get it altered anyway most of the time well you do and you know she's very small so that's another mm-hmm. you would absolutely have to get whatever altered and you have to get things altered to fit you right or else it just looks like you're wearing one of those plastic Halloween costumes from 1985 yeah. um, just I, draped over your regular street clothes. I was strawberry shortcake. <laughs> we never got them. My sister got one one year. The rest of us never got them. We had homemade costumes. My they sister had a Care Bear. I was, I was sticking my tongue out through the little slot on <laughs> my the... My sister was a Care Bear one year. My brother got the Ewok mask, but my mom made his yeah. outfit out of like 17,000 layers of newspaper that was then sprayed Wow, so it that looked like fancy. fur. I'll have yeah. to show you pictures because they're hysterical. I was, of course, a fairy princess. Hmm. I was uh, one With year probably I was, an outfit from one like, year the I was a, a, a rock star, and the rock star costume consisted of a silver and black skirt that mm-hmm. you had to wear over a black unitard because it was like like the unitard was always sold separately, mm-hmm. a black unitard, and then my hair was Christmas tinsel that was just silver Christmas tinsel. So you were the first Sia. Is what you're saying. Yes, that's what you it was. See I called back it. in the day. I really wish I would have had a You should have trademarked that shit. I should have trademarked it. Um, oh, well. I will say for probably three years in a row, I went as a, air quote, punk rocker, which basically consisted of me having a side ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever outfit I had that was even remotely-ish cool, which mm-hmm. was not cool at all the side pony but I, I rocked that side pony so and that was what a punk rock and like i think anyone now who is into punk music and into that scene would just die if yeah they thought, oh, yeah. this That's is what so kids in the 80s thought a punk rock i know i was. put i would put pink in my hair and mm-hmm. i'd put my crimp it crimp it and oh, yeah. the side pony well, this was like i had a perm at the time so it was like oh, full yeah. teased permed glory and the side pony with the big wave bangs over the top and awesome yeah. It was very, um, oh, shit, what's her name? The Bengals girl. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 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 So anyway, okay. Okay. So So, I could see that. I could see it taking, consuming a lot of time. I assume that's what the uh, up and down votes were based on is like. Well, I think it was just, yes, this is my move it up the list kind of thing. Because that's how they do these. Uh, Number eight is miniatures. And I think a oh, lot yeah. of things uh-huh. can fall into this category because originally it was pretty much like, you know, you're like your little D&D adventure mm-hmm. minis. 
But I think even Funko Pops and things like that oh, can and really also, fall into you that can category. Ma- and also making the, um, like the model, uh-huh. uh, Millennium Falcon. Have you stuff. seen the, uh, have you seen the bloggist does these tiny little metal miniatures of things that are like cast, like super detailed. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like my hands would fall off even yeah, trying I to, be to attempt to this kind of stuff. I don't have that patience, I remember in junior high, we had, I had a lot of friends that did the little the little miniatures. And my brother did uh, cars, like he did the model cars mm-hmm. and airplanes. We had the Millennium Falcon one that he put together. I had the Enterprise. I think the funniest story I've ever heard is from my dad. Uh, his older brother was my favorite uncle who passed away a couple years ago. Um, <laughs> one year when he was a kid for Christmas, his brother, his older brother, bought him a model car. And so he was super excited, like he was going to get to put this model mm-hmm. together because they were really, I mean, my dad's family was really broke growing up and not, not even like broke, like poor, like uh-huh. very living in a, you know, three room house kind of, mm-hmm. not three bedroom, <laughs> three yeah. room house. Um, but so he goes to open this Christmas present of this model car. He's so excited to find that his brother, my uncle, has put the car together for him. <laughs> and he's like... Okay, so so maybe it's just it was like a bike where you well, like I think it. it was it was more like oh he's he's little he's not you know I'll just put it together for him because he was an engineer like a he was a computer programmer but had that very engineering yeah. hands on mindset so I just think that's hilarious that's like funny. I got you a puzzle but I've already done it and glued it for you yeah. so now it's just wall art yeah. you know <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah. So okay, so mini miniatures are a big thing. So I, all I, the I agree. I, I mean, there's they're all over um, the comic cons. I love mm-hmm. looking at them. You know, if it's you really go cool into this... any of the hobby shops, they're yeah. mm-hmm. big cases of of minis. I have one for my my D and D elf that mm-hmm. I played with uh, with Paul's opera friends, and uh, I mean she's. I've got two, actually, two different versions of her. Well, I pulled out for our D&D game. I pulled out my <laughs> Kylo Ren and said it was mine. You had Kylo Ren and Jessica had uh, uh, Hermione. Hermione, which I thought was funny. So now I need to, what I need is a tiny little um, River Song one yeah. for mine. Oh, because yeah. Because that's what my elf's name is. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so, okay, miniatures was number eight. Number seven, trading card games. So like magic, oh, magic. Uh-huh. Um, but also Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and I would say even like baseball game, like baseball cards kind of come into this because especially like when we, I don't know how big they are now, but when we were kids, especially and, and before that they were huge and it was always, I've got this one, who wants this one? And there was a lot of trading back and forth yeah. at school. I had so. um, uh, the desert storm cards. Mm-hmm. Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf <laughs> was like the best one. And <laughs> I, when I got that. kids cards. Oh, garbage pail kids. They, they had, had those like too. a storm and Norman or whatever it yeah. was. Oh, that's funny. It was funny. Um, I remember I found garbage pail kids cards a couple of years ago somewhere. Ran- like the dollar store. Oh, funny. Like really random. So I bought a set for Paul. It was really funny. That is funny. If you don't know what that is, Google it. Yeah. Because garbage pail kids are awesome. My parents hated Cabbage Patch Kids because they thought the babies looked really weird and alien-like. <laughs> but we loved them, of course. And then the Garbage Pail Kids came out and they were like, you can't have those. Those are disgusting. Disgusting. I'm like, that's why they're awesome. I know. They were really kind of disturbing. Yeah, they yeah. were. We should we should do a no- Did we talk about that during our tour? Th- I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did. Yeah. But if, go back and listen to that episode because that yeah. was fun. But that was like two years ago. It's been a while. So anyway, uh, number six, electronics and robotics. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that. Obviously, our house is full of them. I, you know, and I remember, you know, the RC cars were big. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I had a boyfriend that was just... It, it, 
he just was spent all his time with the RC cars and whatnot. And, and as like, soon as they, as soon as they hit a wall, they things like disintegrated yeah. and you'd have to like rebuild them again. But yep. that was fine because it was RC. So you could rebuild them again. Yeah. But, you know, as opposed to the ones that are already pre-built. But. There was a, a car my brother got for Christmas one year and it was a tiger claw truck. It was a big truck. And then the wheels had these tiger claws that would come out to supposedly help it over like rough terrain. And that shit would flip the second it hit a any kind of bump, like not even a big bump, like a, a rock. And it was like gone. So most of those toys last, you know, a good eight minutes after you unwrap them. But, you know, they're fun. Yeah. But I think and especially now this generation that's coming up, like my niece is less than two years old, obsessed with my iPhone, any iPhone. She can get into them. Even if you've got a code on it, somehow she reroutes it. She deletes apps. She can do all this crazy stuff. She can't read. She can't. <laughs> she barely talk. So, you know, it's just funny how each generation is progressively more and more, you know, tech, tech savvy. Like I remember when we were kids, we, you know, our big technological wonder was uh, Alfie, the robot. Do you remember Alfie? It sounds familiar. Yeah, it was just this robot and you just pushed buttons on him and he would say stuff or it was kind of an educational robot toy. Uh, kind of like a speak and spell, but in robot form. And some of these, they had like little computer cards that you could slip down in them and they would have like a new program oh, yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. on them. But they weren't high tech by yeah. any means. It was like the equivalent of a robot dog who just sat there and barked. So yeah. just looked like a robot. Yeah. I so. like those robot dogs. And then they would do a flip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I remember there was a, I was never a huge Sex in the City fan, but there was that, um, that episode where uh, Charlotte's, Charlotte wants a baby really, really badly. And her husband is like, eh, we don't need a baby, whatever. So he goes out and gets her a cardboard baby. Oh, like, yeah. This is somehow going to fill the void. And I remember my ex-husband was like, that's what we should do. You need a cardboard baby. I was like, if you do that, I will fucking cut you. Yeah. Like, just piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So he almost bought me a robot dog, but we got regular dogs instead. They're much more enjoyable. So. Yep. I like robot dogs. All right, canine. So yeah, canine's awesome. Uh, so the next one, number five, and I think this is interesting how they split this one up. Um, fiction books. <laughs> so there's, there's a like in this list. So there are so, a lot of different types of books listed, but this is specific to fiction books. Yes, as opposed to nonfiction books, as, I suppose. Or, but it's yeah. only like what fifty percent of the entire genre of books out well, there. Not necessarily, but you know what I'm saying. Like, but it's still very funny. It's just like fiction books, and like I enjoy a good fiction book. I, I also too. enjoy a good memoir and, a, you know, humorous book and all sorts of good things. So, but I just thought that was funny because it reminds me of how, um, like when Lexi started to go into school and we were talking about books, like when we were kids, they were just books, right? You had short books that were kids, you know, friendly. And then you had longer books that had chapters in them. They actually now call them chapter books. Oh. Which I had never even heard that term before. Lexi's like, well, I like chapter books. I'm like, what the fuck's a chapter book? She's like, a book with chapters? I'm like, we just call them books. Yeah. Like, don't, doesn't doesn't all up, books have chapters? <laughs> well, they don't because with the readers, it's oh, one. Well, those are one, picture books. Yeah, they are. Picture but they don't books, call them picture books Picture now. books and books. They're just like primers or read. I don't know. So it's so they, very weird to hear. They the, don't want to offend children by referring to their books as picture as, books? Yeah, I guess not. So now they know. have to segregate it from the... <laughs> from now, the now you have a chapter yeah, and so, book. So now 
not everybody else reads chapter books because yeah. we can't make kids' books seem like they're different than the regular books. You know what? Books. There's no there's no category on Goodreads for chapter books. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> we just fucking call them books. You know, but. we should we should put like Where's Waldo on there. Like yeah. I read Waldo. Well. It's a Actually, compelling I, read. I did it last year with Unicorns or Jerks because oh. I did. I read it. I mean, it's 25 pages long and it's got like four words per. But it was a book. It has an ISBN number, so it was on there. All right, I listed it. But you know what? I see people posting comic books yeah. all the time um my dad has like 107 books that he has quote read since the beginning of this year um because they're audiobooks and he puts them on and, and he sleeps through them <laughs> and then when the book ends he counts it as a book that he's listened to and i'm like do you even know what happened in this book he's like do you know what's happened in your books i'm like yes Every one of them, because I read every word or I listened to every word. Because if I fall asleep during an audiobook, I rewind it exactly. so that I can actually it hear the book. It takes me like eight months to read <laughs> the books that I've uh, listened to as to go to bed. Yeah. Because I listen to 15 minutes at a time. Yep. If I get through eight minutes, I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the that's why I don't listen to you do a lot more audiobooks than I do. If I do an audiobook, it's in the car, like on a road trip. Like, um, Last month, Paul and I went up to the hill country to visit with his family, and we got Let's Explore Diabetes with Owls by David we Sedaris. We totally did that on a road trip, too. And I loved it because the the first David Sedaris book that I read, now I read it, I didn't listen to it, I didn't get what the fuss was about. It was all right. It just was, everybody's like, oh my God, you got to read these books. They're so great. Blah, blah. But I think listening to him is... A totally different experience this, and we laughed the whole fucking trip it was so funny the same goes for garrison keeler uh oh, of wow. and nbr fame yeah you get, read his books they're awful garrison keeler perry home companion i mean come on you gotta listen to him you have to you, like, can't. you can't read that nope. and if you do read it you're reading it in their voice yeah david sedaris at this point i had never heard before <laughs> and he sounds like a little old lady half the and time so his stories are even funnier um, but that's a you know that's a good recommendation right there for a uh, a book. Sedaris. It's not a fiction book, so it would not fall into this category here. But it is a fucking funny book. Yeah. So go uh, go David read. Sedaris Let's explore books are di my favorite. Uh, diabetes with owls. Um, okay, number four, pen and paper role playing games. So D and D, Run, these different kind of yeah role playing games, pen and paper. I I agree. Um, number three, comic books. So again, we have fiction books. Now we have comic books. So comic books are apparently nonfiction. <laughs> they're they're nonfiction. They don't apparently. fall in the same thing. But yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, I can so, see that. So comic books, obviously, huge nerdy so, now this is for, for a lot of people. This is nerdy hobbies or geeky hobbies. This is geeky and nerdy. They oh. have it lumped together because we kind of use it interchangeably yeah, inter yeah, as well. Is, I was. Just I think wondering. there there definitely are distinctions between the two, and I think we've probably talked about this way mm -hmm. back in the day, uh, but. Uh, you know, I think this the comic books are just kind of universally yeah, enjoyed by a lot of people. It's something that I've never been into, but I would like to. I think we're going to do an episode on this in the future. Oh, so, definitely. Kind of how to get into them. Uh, number two, board games. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love board games. I'm I know a lot fan. of people love board games. Um, I'm like we played board games as kids uh, growing up with my parents and whatever. 
But I did, and we've talked about this, but I did not know that adults like got together and played games. I just, <sighs> my parents didn't. Again, they you know, went to divorce group. They like they didn't, they <laughs> didn't do that kind of stuff. Maybe they would go less if you would if you had board games to play. They didn't have any friends, so I that don't know. would be an issue. I have to play a cooperative games with my husband, and mm. not these competitive games, or we'll yell at each other. Well, we don't play games at home, just the two of us. Like we have in the past. Um, but there are certain games like I won't play Monopoly because one, I cheat and two, it's fucking boring and it goes on for 700 years. I can't stand it. Um, so we don't really play games, but we, we do a lot of game nights with friends, a lot of friends, and that's a lot of fun because the thing that drives me, like I'm, I'm super competitive. Like I just, I can't help it. It's just part of that type a crazy nature that I have. Very, very competitive. I'm playing to win always. I play, you know, just caddy you know, candy land with my niece i play to win i don't let her win i don't let any kid win yeah. i think it's important that they learn to really win yeah. you know <laughs> like I, i'm not gonna and they have to learn to be a good sports whether they win or lose and i think that's a very important life skill as well but paul just plays to have fun so sometimes he's not trying that hard or he throws things away or like when yeah. we play cards against humanity he'll like bid all of his points that he has so he's not even trying to win the game I'm like, that's great because I, I mean, I win the game every time we play it, but I'm like, if you're not, like, I get pissed. I'm like, you're not even trying to win here. It's pissing me off, so. Yeah, well, see, that's why cooperative games are the best. They are. We yeah. don't, I don't think we really have any of those, but. Well, and I don't think Cards Against Humanity is super competitive no, because it's, it's all not, arbitrary, yeah. so it doesn't it's matter not. to it's, me. It's fun. Okay. I love that game. All right. So then what is the number one? The number one is what producer Craig is doing right now. Oh, video games. Playing video games. Yeah. yeah. And I think that one, again, is another universal. Can we really count him thing. as producer Craig if he's currently playing video games? That's yeah, all I'm saying. He's, he's, he's the one who gets this on on the air for us yeah good point good so point. he gets the he gets to keep his producer title yep always um but no i think and i think just beyond like xbox games and you know we we had our whole episode last week about video games yeah but i think or two weeks ago but i think you know there's so many things that fall into that genre mm-hmm. and you know the ones that people like poop all over and they're like candy crush isn't a real video game like it is yeah it you know it makes money it's on a device <laughs> it's a game that you play what how else would you describe it i mean yeah. it may it's not halo it's it, not well, metal don't gear have solid a narrative i think is maybe that's well, it doesn't but but a lot of neither, video ne- games don't yeah neither does so, tetris or anything no, like that no tetris doesn't have a narrative it's twist twist drop twist twist mm-hmm. ah fuck mm-hmm. so yeah, we should have like a Tetris tournament sometime. Man, I'd really kick fun. everybody's ass. Actually, it's been a long time. I haven't played, but in I years. used to be like the queen of Tetris. Yeah. You know, so that was the the top ten. But I'm going to throw out just a couple others real quickly here. Some random um, ones. Like eleven was <laughs> LARPing, so live action role play. Okay, which is uh, yeah, and it's different than cosplay, so I can understand. Yeah, that so they've separate. got puzzle games. Um, oh, that's what been uh, me and uh, producer Craig's hobby lately mm-hmm. is puzzles. Well, yes, and I like the puzzles, but I also like the puzzle games that are electronic as well, like the different match the things or um, even uh, oh, even yeah, electronic I puzzles. Yeah, I wasn't but, yeah, even thinking of that. Actual, but jigsaw puzzles are awesome as well. Uh, nonfiction books does make the list here. Oh, there you go. Um, cartoons, model building, binge watching TV shows. What? Is that a hobby? Uh, apparently it's my hobby right now. That's what I've been doing lately. My hobby is going to the movies. Writing fan fiction. What number did that hit? 
Uh, that one's 26. I think writing in general is a is a nerdy kind of thing, blogging and whatever. Um, and then some of these are like really like cooking made the list as a, a nerdy hobby, which I don't know if it's a nerdy hobby, but I think honestly anything that you're super passionate about can fall into the geeky and whatever. Because again, because we're more pop culture nerds. Yeah. And then like if I were just a math nerd mm-hmm. or, you know, somebody who's sitting around yeah. and enjoys doing statistical analysis and ANOVAs and blah, 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 blah. The fact that I even remember those words from four semesters of statistics blows me well, away. Well, you also have Excel. Well, I do. Uh, magic tricks. So, uh, well, that, that is pretty nerdy right there. Managing your music collection. This is number 40. <laughs> I thought that was funny because That's I... That's really specific, I too. spent like... 10 hours last week managing my photos because mm-hmm. I'm, pro- I'm a professional photographer, but I also mm-hmm. photography is also my hobby. Like I, yeah. I really, I just love it. So I have just hundreds of thousands. I mean, yeah. like almost a terabyte worth of photos, you know, and also because I do it professionally, I have like 16 copies of the same photo in different formats. So I had to go through and just like clear out because I was running out of space on yeah. my computer. But I was like, we're gonna have to really worry about this. So, um, but yeah, managing your music collection. That seems that does seem very particular. I mean, but I, think, I don't know if it's a hobby. Or... Well, think about back in the day when people had a lot of physical Media, medium. Yeah. So you have records and CDs and tapes and whatever. And a lot of people are very specific with how they keep their collection. Uh, mine were always just alphabetical because that's easiest to find and quickly. But a lot of people would do them by genre or by year released or, you know, yeah, everybody has their do. own thing. Yeah. And digitally, I mean, I guess you could find that in eight seconds. So it's not yeah. as big a deal, uh, but I guess it's on it's, the it's, list. It does so. seem like a weird one. Um, hmm. but, but 41 was psychology. Okay. So where was podcasting on the total list? Total psychology. Nerd. Psy- I psychology. That I found that. Psychology is a total thing. Now, okay. There is so many uh, geek, geeky, geek culture podcasts mm-hmm. out there that it really surprises me well, that it's not on there. podcasting is a hobby because we you, don't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> and it costs money. So we would like to get paid. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that's one of my hobbies is podcasting. I would yeah. say it probably takes up the most of my it non, does. non, um, non-working life. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, yeah, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> 46 was one that was so fucking random. I was like, how were there like 25 people who agreed that this was, should be higher on the list? Because this is an 86 point uh, scale here. Yeah. So this is 46. Okay. Jerking off to classmates' Facebook photos. Uh, people are just, the fuck. They, they're, people are just moving that up. I, I know they're like I like that one but I was like who puts that on there I'll tell uh, you we're having our 25th anniversary next week I guess mm-hmm. and um and I'm not going to be there but everybody's keeps 25th post- 20th sorry <laughs> I was like seriously whatever How'd it you feels get further along it, than it, I am it feels it feels it feels like 25 yep. no but it's only been 20 and first of all I don't remember any of these people like mm-hmm. I keep and now I know like I'm glad I'm not going because I don't know any of you people like right. I know maybe one or two and I'm glad Facebook is bigger now because when I went to my 10-year reunion oh yeah we didn't have like it like 12 years ago or whatever yeah. it was uh Half of the people, and I went to that school for twelve years. I mean, I was I went to the exact same school with the exact same kids my entire life. Some of them I've known since I was four or five years old. Um, I don't know who any of them. Like, yeah. I, half of them I did not recognize at all. 
And it was funny because as soon as someone would say their name, immediately it would flip the switch and they look like their high school selves again. Yeah. But had I just seen them on the street somewhere? Yeah. No, no. Oh, way. I can't recognize no any way. of these people in their pictures. And like, but now I'm on Facebook and I have so many, so many people have added me. I'm like, God, I have this weird thing where I don't think everybody, anybody is ever going to remember like who yeah. I am. And it, I think it all started because I was working at a jewelry store in college and a girl that I went to school with for like 12 years came in and I was like, Oh, Hey, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I have no idea who you are. <sighs> and I was like, well, my name is blah, blah. We went to school. We were in the girls choir. There were like 20 people in that choir. Really? And she was still like, no, nope, no, nope, can't. Yeah. I'm like, did you have a brain tumor? Like what, <laughs> what happened? So I don't know. That's I'm so sorry. weird. That mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you at least pretend at that point, right? You're not like, no. Nope. I always do. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, uh, girl, how's it going? <laughs> so no I, I like, I remember people and like, luckily everybody keeps posting their like senior picture and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I remember that chick, but I don't remember like talking to him or I something. I have to pull the yearbook out when people try to add me on Facebook because I'm like, I don't know who this is. Three I have people 92 ha- friends in common with them, Yeah, but I don't know who, they, like I have to pull out the yearbook and I go, oh it's that girl who was here for a month in high school. Like, uh, like three people have added me since the thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, look, if I didn't recognize you immediately by your right. name, you're not on there. And then uh, somehow still I'm getting post and I think they're tagging people that I am now friends with yeah. because I'm like, who the hell is that? Yeah. I don't know who that is. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm weeding back out everybody that I added. Yeah. Them. I just went through and did a clear out on my friends list. I dumped like 45 people off my yeah. friends list. Cause I'm like, okay, if I don't, really know you like we've somehow become acquainted online but we don't interact because I have people that I only know online but I've known them online longer than a lot of my close real life friends just because I've been online for a very long time um I have a friend up in Delaware I've never met I I feel like I know her and her kids because (laughs) I've been seeing pictures and talking with them and um, yeah, so. yeah, so I, I know I'm, I'm running into this problem though with, I'm trying to kick people off of my internet, of, of my Facebook and I'm not friending people. I'm not friending my neighbors. Hey, you already come and knock on my door to bug me. I don't even want to know who my neighbors are, I let know. alone that's be friends best, with them on the Facebook. That's the best thing to do. The only yeah. thing that they're good for is to make sure like people aren't breaking into your house. Somebody was that, like totally all over me the other day because I didn't want to know my neighbors. I'm like, what purpose? So they can come borrow my shit or... Knock on the door when you're sitting around in your pajamas. I don't want that because my dogs go crazy when a snail farts. I don't need anyone. Oh, knocking I don't answer on my, my door. door. Like that's the thing is, mm-hmm. I don't answer my door if I'm no. not expecting anybody. Yeah. My dogs mm-hmm. can sit there and bark, and you can stand out there and wait. But yep. I'm not opening that door. Oh yeah, I don't. And especially if I'm by myself, like if I'm home that's alone. That's just how like, people no. like. Even if you, even if they are trying to be friendly, mm-hmm. or ninety uh, percent of the time, if somebody wants to sell me something I mean, and it's I don't not want nineteen seventy. Four, where I'm going to go over with a jello mold. I mean, nope. I don't care. Stay in your house. I didn't. If I don't know you're coming over, I'm not opening the door. I didn't move into this house. I just pretend I'm not here or friends. asleep or in the shower or something. And if they say I try to come by, I was like, oh, well, here's the deal. How dare you come by unexpected? Like yeah. when we were kids, people used to just show up and it would be like, oh my God, we haven't seen you in years. Or they'd call like, hey, we're in the neighborhood. We thought we'd swing by. People like, hey, that's right. Like, I think I've done that to y'all once. Hey, I'm in the, or twice. Like, hey, I'm in the area. Well, Are you guys know, available but, for dinner? But that's, but that's but advanced notice. But it's not like notice. just showing up at yeah, your door. Because no. I'm like, how dare you? How do yeah. you know my house isn't a wreck? Because yeah. it might be. Okay. I have to tell you, number 57 is reading the encyclopedia. Huh. But I would like for you to take a look. It's the second one here. At what the picture is next to this. 
<laughs> the picture is just clearly like a porn shot or something. No, somebody is, is reading the encyclopedia without a bra or top she on. She has no top on. And I'm like, why would you be topless she, reading the encyclopedia? She's learning about her mammaries. She, she is so fucking deep into learning. She had to take her clothes off. You know, they say everything's more intense when you take your shirt off. Like, like, I've you have never to, heard that. Oh, I, heard, I saw a meme on it somewhere. And it was like pooping more intense when you take your shirt off. Like all these things are so funny. So apparently reading the encyclopedia is a hobby it, if you do it with your shirt off. With your with your boobs awesome. hanging out. So I thought that was funny. So those are some of the more geeky entertaining. Hobbies. So everybody that has is listening that oh, bodybuilding is on here. Yeah. Yeah, Which the, so. somebody's like, oh, you wouldn't really expect that. But if you think about it, that's, I mean, when you're into bodybuilding, especially if you're really doing it, not just like I'm lifting weights, yeah. but you're really focused on sculpting and mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. There's a lot of science to that. Yeah. There's a lot of physiology and biology that you have to know which muscle groups work better with this and how do you do your nutrition to match properly. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I agree. I think anything, anything that you have a healthy respects for will throw you into like the geek category because you have the you know what it quote unquote obsession so yeah. so, so like sports jocks I, sports jocks man they're nerds they're the oh, biggest yeah. nerds out there sports nerds oh, yeah. holy my shit. ex-husband could literally name every stat for every player for every team in the nfl nba and yeah major league baseball i know they don't think that think of themselves as and they're like I'm, nerds. I'm cool i'm like you're a fucking dork you, like, do, you just really you just picked a cooler uh nerddom right you know than, well that's a you know, we've said it before. We'll say it again. D and D is you know fantasy foot or fantasy football is D and D for jocks. Yep. That's what it is. So, yeah. But so, what yeah. are some of your geeky hobbies, or just your hobbies in well, general? I mean, and a pod, we'll see if they count as you know, geeky. Podcasting. Yep. So I think that's geeky. Yeah. You know the truth. Well, the way we do it. The way yeah. we do it. Yeah. Um, I've been looking into blogging. Mm-hmm. Um, not really, but it's not about anything geeky topics, mm-hmm. but whatever. And then um, puzzles. Mm-hmm. So. What are, what are yours? I have a long list. Well, you list. have like 17 I, on that I list. I do. I have a long list. But I, I also, you know, I work from home and I don't work every day. So I have a lot more time to do okay. shit. So like binge watching was on there. And that is something I do, though I don't consider it a hobby. I just consider it a time filler. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's not like, you know, you go out of your way to binge watch. Although Shark Week starts today. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we're recording this on Sunday. You're hearing it Friday, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Shark Week is this week. And this is like my holy <gasps> grail oh, of excitement OMG, for I've TV. I've got to announce something for Shark Week. Oh, do it. Okay. I'm so sorry that I just threw this in here. So Matinee Heroes, producer Craig, Alan Cerny, they're hosting a party yes. of Jaws. On August 10th at the Alamo Draft House. Get your tickets. I'm going to be there. Yes, I will uh, be there too. I heard there'll be cosplay. It's on August 10th. Are they coming as sharks? Because that would be fucking awesome. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I need but, a shark costume. I don't know so, if I can watch a movie for two hours in a shark costume. <laughs> anyway, so it's it's a Thursday, though. That's the only thing that's weird about it is I got to figure out how uh, to Yeah, because this is at the Alamo Draft House out in Katy on Mason Road. Yes. So if you're going, maybe you can pick me up. and so yeah. that, so I think that might work out the best because I'm on 288 yeah, and 610. You can you just pick me yep. on the work. So that way, uh, producer Craig can go early and set up because it's going to be a Jaws party. Yay! That's awesome. So, you okay. and I need to figure out how to do this. We need to host like a geeky girls movie yep. thing. That would be fun. Yep. Or not. Guys too. I don't care. We'll yeah. just have a nerdy bitches 
nerdy bitches yeah, party. That, that would we'll be see fun. if they'd let us. It'd be funny. Yeah, that would be funny. All right. They seem so, to. They seem to like. That so kind of shit. since uh, since that this episode is coming out before then, please everybody come out there because it's yes. gonna be super fun. It'll be awesome. You get to meet us too. Yeah. Get a sticker. Yeah. I don't know if we have any buttons left after. Comic I know oh, I do. I have I have a box of them. Get some buttons. That would be yeah. fun. And I'm sure Matinee Heroes got tons of stuff. buttons. Well, yeah. actually. I haven't seen them around, so maybe they aren't. Maybe they gave them all out, but maybe. I don't know. Okay, so my hobbies. I do have a longer list, but then I have more free time. Uh, Reading. I'm a huge reader, uh, and I don't just read fiction books. (laughs) Fiction books. (laughs) I do like my fiction books, uh, but I'm a, I read, I read, like, if you look at my Goodreads thing, it is such a mixed bag of nuts on what I'm reading. Because right now, especially, or for the last year, I've been using BookBub, and they'll send me a daily email about the cheapest, uh, Uh cheap and free books. So pretty much anytime a book is free and looks marginally interesting, I'll download it. So I read a lot of, um, Mystery books. Um, I've been reading more chiclet in the last. Oh, I love chiclet. Which, although I've heard somebody was bitching the other day about that phrase chiclet, about how it's like sexist oh, yeah. and demeaning. And I'm like, but that's, yeah, sorry, Jenna, this Jennifer, is what this is. Yeah, Jennifer, so. Jennifer Weiner uh, is the queen of complaining about it, but she's also the queen <laughs> of writing it. And so I can see why she'd be upset with the thing. And, yeah. and but I love it because I don't want it to get stuck in romance yeah. because it's well, not. I don't want it, and that's, yeah. I, I found this book and like, I think, the series is like the by the bay series um susan halter hatler i don't know i'll put it on the page um but they're just they're sweet there's they're romantic chiclet they're like a rom-com they're not porn you know that's the thing that's like the key yeah a lot of these romance things or the 50 shades of gray and this kind of crap they are much more Tone down porn is all they yeah, are. Yeah, and I like historical fiction, but yeah. I'm not looking for historical porn. Right. And everybody thinks that's what I mean when I well, talk about historical I fiction. I don't want to read about Fabio's hair blowing in the fucking wind. I want to read the sweet story about the guy who almost gets away because the girl does something stupid or vice versa, and then they get together in the end. Oh, that's awesome. Like that, that's good. And it's a quick read. These things are not. They're not American gods. They're not taking me a month no. to read because they're so weird and heavy, you yeah. know? So I read a lot of stuff like that, but I also read a ton of memoirs. Like, I I don't know. Especially comedians' memoirs, I will read until my head falls off. I love them. Mm-hmm. This year, I read Amy Poehler's Yes, Please. Yeah. I read uh, Amy Schumer's Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, or the Lower Back Tattoo. Um, I've read Bossy Pants. I've read... Um, you know the David Sedaris books yep. again. Felicia Day. Which, Felicia well, Day. She's, she's more. She's not really comedian. Not but really she's comedian. A, but again, yeah. same I, same kind of thing. I like. I, but again, as a psychology nerd, mm-hmm. I like figuring out how people's brains work, and that's it's just a really interesting thing for me. And then I also read a lot of little stupid, you know, stupid stuff. And then last year we read Pride and Prejudice. So, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's again, I love a Pride and Prejudice. I keep re-listening to that when I... Yeah, I, I found a really good mystery series the other day for free on, uh, on BookBub. And I'm interested to read the other books in this series because yep. it, was, it was really good. It wasn't something I was expecting. Hmm. Um, so the second one would be like singing slash music because mm-hmm. I'm married to an opera singer. I'm a singer. I don't do karaoke just because I don't like going out, but singing and music is just a huge part of my life and his life. And that's just who we are. It's part of it. Um, Board games and game night. Talk about that. 
I'm a huge crossword puzzle nerd and Sudoku nerd. I play these things. You know, constantly. I hate Sudoku. You think I would love like it, it but no. I don't like it that much. It's it's a logic thing. Like that's the thing. I love logic puzzles and things. Like we were talking early before the show about um, like the graduate entrance exams yeah. I had to take like before my master's mm-hmm. degree. Uh, and it had, you know, a math section, a verbal section, and then uh, an analytical section. And I rocked the crap out of the analytical section because mm. I really like those. You're at a party and you have A, B, C, and D. And A won't sit next to D. And B can't stand C. And these two have to be next to each other. And like how to arrange them around the table. Yeah. I really I enjoy working those things out. Sudoku, I play a lot. Crossword puzzles, I'm a yeah. huge fan of. And if you do crossword puzzles enough, you just kind of know the answers yeah <laughs> like because they yeah. use them constantly. oh i know my grandma knows them all like yeah. you know she said some word the other day and i'm like that sounds like a crossword puzzle word she's like like renee obergewa yeah. is in almost every crossword puzzle i've ever done as odo from uh, uh, oh yeah know, star trek i love him <laughs> i do too but it's just so it's you just know these certain things like well, my you dad got the weird word you know like rizzer you said that it always shows up mm-hmm. odo would always show up yep. yeah yeah so there's a lot of them that just will keep going and then photography again. I'm a pro- I do get paid to take pictures, but I also enjoy. Yeah, you take for pictures without getting paid too. So that's so, how I started yeah. getting paid. I, t- yeah. I took really great pictures when I wasn't getting paid. Yeah. So um, digital crafts. So yeah. like we we did we used to do a lot of digital scrapbooking yeah. together. Once once Craig started becoming a photographer, I stopped having so many pictures. Well, see, that's the other thing that once I started becoming a professional photographer, my personal photo taking dropped to like nothing minimal yeah. like I take pictures of my nieces at birthday parties and that's where it ends like I don't take my camera to family events anymore because unfortunately a lot of people try to get something for nothing and it yeah. drives me insane they're like oh while you're here can you take senior pictures of my kid that I'm not going to pay you for I'm like no I yeah. can't and won't yeah so I didn't even bring my camera like it's just mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, that's really dropped my scrapbooking down a lot. Well, so I don't you know, I think that anymore. with the iPhone coming back, you know, back in there, but I have a gap of mm-hmm. like before the iPhone was yep. popular and, um, you know, and the photos were when good you on had it. to have digital camera. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. so I have a gap there. So I've got like a whole like, what, six, seven years of my life that just doesn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, I have, I mean, I have those because even when I had a phone, I would still carry a camera just because, like, if I was going somewhere. But, you know, the cameras on the iPhones are so good now, you don't really yeah. need to. I mean, yeah. this is a good enough picture for most things. Obviously, you're not going to blow it up to a yeah. canvas, but whatever. Um, I kind of miss our scrapbooking days, though. They were just fun. Yeah, sit around and watch use, movies and yeah, play scrapbooking. I know. I, kept, I thought uh, the next uh, movies that we should do is the... Um, uh, Planet of the Apes trilogy. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Or we could start with Harry Potter from like just episode five out. Didn't we do that last time? We had to skip one because we're like, we'll be here until four in the morning. <laughs> we'll be here till yeah. 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 You, it's, it's, it's over 24 hours, I think, if you want to watch all eight movies yeah. or seven movies or whatever. And, you know, and uh, we can always do, you can always just jump a bunch of, oh, the Dark Knight trilogy would be a good one. Too. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Iron Man trilogy, you can do mm-hmm. that one. That oh, one. God. Paul and I went and did the, uh, the, when the Avengers came out, we did the 13 hours or 14 hours at Alamo Draft House. Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, Thor, Captain America, and then the, the, new, Avengers. the Avengers when it came out at midnight. So that was a long fucking day. And then my sister yeah. and I actually did that with uh, Twilight as well at Alamo Draft House. Yeah. So we watched all of all 
five Twilight movies or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Well, we did it uh, in in our house. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, couple a times. couple times. Yeah. Yeah. We do. It's fun. Yep. Uh, nerdy cross stitch I've gotten into in the yeah. last couple of years. I've done the Golden Girls. I've done a couple of different Star, Star Wars. Wars. I did some mushrooms, like you know, yeah, just things that, that the Mario mushrooms. Me. They look like they're not quite Mario mushrooms. They're kind of more like Smurf mushrooms, mm-hmm. but they're still uh, in. They're like pixel people, so yeah. they're they're square instead of. I don't do flowery cross stitch. Yeah. I do nerdy okay. cross stitch. And then blogging. I've been into writing and blogging for years. So, yeah, that's it. Those are those are common ones. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not really good at writing. I could try it, I suppose. Well, I, I write all day at work, mm-hmm. but like it's e- not the same. emails yeah. and stuff like that. So I think that I have the capability of doing it. But um, you well, know. you just have to find something that you want to talk about. And I think that's the biggest thing, especially with. I have been writing about supply chain for my supply chain blog. Yeah, I haven't published it yet because I want to have like. 30 articles well, I own at like once. eight blogs. So yeah, I the own, one that I own I, the one. I just haven't published anything. <laughs> the one that I currently write on, if you haven't seen it, we, I posted one back when Carrie Fisher died. Um, that was from my personal blog, but, uh, selfsavingprincess.com is where I currently blog. I also had a divorce blog. I had a work blog about the ridiculously stupid. They're all humor. All of mm-hmm. mine are humor, humor based. Nothing is serious. Um, but I've also, you know, I've I've been blogging since 2006, 2007, back kind of when it was first a, a really accessible thing with Blogger yeah. and then WordPress later. Um, but I also write, like I yeah. turned my divorce blog into a book mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out how to get it edited and published and yeah. whatever. But it's, you know, once you start writing and you find something that you want to talk about, you just keep going back and doing it until you're better and better at it. So yeah. Okay. Most people suck at first. I did. I go back and read some of my old stuff. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what who wrote this crap? <sighs> and then I read other stuff going, This is amazing. Who wrote Oh yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. So All right. Well, those are a lot of good hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Our next segment we usually do an internet quote. Mm-hmm. This one's in context if you listened at the very beginning of our episode. <laughs> And so here it is. This is completely in context, uh, but it is anonymous. So here it is. Watching the reaction over Twitter is incredible. In a show whose main character switched bodies for more more than a dozen times, suddenly people are throwing a fit because he's going to be a woman now. Like the show is ruined now because the doctor suddenly has tits. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. So obviously that was in context because it's about Doctor Who. Because we talked about that. Yeah. So do you have any recommendations this week? We haven't really been doing our recommendations. Well, we really do our recommendations while we're talking yeah. uh, in it. Uh, uh, I, you know what? I, since we're talking about hobbies, I would like to recommend something for myself and for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I want to get back into latch hooking. Oh, my! we bought one for Maddie. Uh-huh. And I forgot how fucking hard it is. Yeah, it was like so much fun, though. We used to do though. that when we were kids. I just, I just feel like it would be fun. This is what we need to do. We, nerdy bitches, should start designing latch, hook. latch hooks and sell them on Etsy. Yes. Write that down. Yeah, write it down. Mm. I don't know how you can make <laughs> it. like Because don't you have to color the, the graph in which it's attached to? Yep. But I think you could probably do it similar because I buy um, cross-stitch patterns off of Etsy that are just on a graph because the latch hook is a mesh. Mm-hmm. So you can literally do count and yeah. stitch. So it would be count, count latch count hook. Count latch, yeah. Count yeah, latch why hook. not? Yeah. All right. We could use the Muppets character. Ah, ah, ah. 
Sorry. Because <laughs> uh, um, Caster Quest's fan fiction episode had the I count in it. I haven't heard it. I w- <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I was listening to the fan fiction 4th of July episode on the way over here, and I got about 10, 15 minutes into it because I, w- I had finished up um, Film Roast podcast uh-huh. um, on my way over. Hi, guys. And then... I was switched over because I've been listening to the yeah. the um, the Cast Request Harry Potter one for a while, yeah. and then oh, I made to, me cry. I wanted yeah. to switch and listen to their fan fiction because last year's was so fucking funny. I almost died. Um, and, and then I got about ten fifteen minutes in, and Xavier kept talking about how you know they were like, "Oh, this is our second annual." It's like they did. I thought this was their third. Like, I, what is how? Like, and then I, I, and I just realized that it'd been a while since I'd actually downloaded their podcast on my phone. Yeah. So the fan fiction episode I was listening to was last year's 4th of July, the one with the Batman and Joker. Oh my God, that was And awesome. that's when he started. And I'm like, oh, I've listened to this one before. So, but then oh, I got here, so I didn't have a chance to start it. But I'm going to listen to it an, this week. I found a new Harry Potter erotica fan fiction. I don't know where I stumbled. Someone stumbled across it. It's on fanfiction.net? No, it was. No, I, I don't read on, on the internet. Yeah. Um, uh, it was just uh, somebody said they were talking about funny podcasts and somebody said, I read, I listened to this Harry Potter erotica pat- fan f- fiction podcast. And I thought, is that cast request? And they said, no, it's Harry Potter erotica. <laughs> 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 and so I'm like, oh, I've got to download that. And so I went to, I, so I go and I find it and I uh, downloaded two episodes of it, the first and the second episode of the most recent season. And um, so they do like a whole big long one mm-hmm. and each chapter is a different episode. Okay. And so uh, a most, it's what makes it funny is not the story, but it's their commentary to the of story. Course, yeah. And that's when I was, anyway, so I was, list, I was cleaning the house and I was, list, I had my Bluetooth headphones in and I'm listening to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Craig comes in and goes, what are you listening to? And I was like, what? Hi. And apparently he picked up my phone and, 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 you know, hit it. And, and the picture, the Harry Potter erotica is like a romance novel with Fabio and stuff, but right. it has like Harry on it and, and Ginny or Hermione and Ron or somebody, but it's like all with like the nipples and the shirt thing. And he's like, and I'm like, Harry Potter erotica. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so that's awesome I shed, they, they do they do a good job and so you know it kind of gives you your between the cast request fan fiction feel that's awesome i'm gonna have to find that because yeah. that sounds horrifying and awesome it, at it the is same horrifying time. and awesome. i've read some uh, harry potter fan fiction over the years and they did one on the halloween episode of cast request last year uh-huh. that was like the draco's in love with the Harry, or I don't know. So it's yeah. like very weird, but it was written, it was clearly written by like a 12 yeah. year old. Oh, you should see the pair up in, in the caster quest one this time. <laughs> I, I can't, I'm not even going to spoil it because it's so excited, good. Because the one we list, I listened to last time they did it was like a personification of America getting fucked by Donald Trump on yeah. a golf course. And it was like, oh my God. Yeah. And apparently fuck? that's the thing. Like they have, they personify like countries or concepts or houses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're weird. It's I weird. think there's one where somebody's fucking like Hogwarts. Like, it's yeah. Very, oh yeah. yeah. She had a whole, like before her little, um, Comic-Con panel, she kind of had an explanation of the different types of it. Like mm-hmm. it was like very detailed and like real. I'm like, Holy crap, there's a lot of nuance yeah. here that I was not aware of. Well, that's what I learned because when I was divorced or I was getting a divorce, I lived with a friend of mine uh, and I didn't have a lot going on. So I read a lot of fan fiction because someone had introduced it to me and it was something I could do mm-hmm. for free online, you know, yes, whatever. Yeah. And I learned a lot. Like there's a whole like 
vernacular and dictionary of terms that they use around erotic fan fiction, especially to describe certain things and acts that, so they don't have to come out and just say it the same way every time um, or make it sound too pornish. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's funny because it's the same thing if you read like classic romance novels, mm-hmm. which I'd never read romance novels yeah. before, but my grandmother read them constantly. So every book in her house was some sort of Fabio flowing hair thing. Yeah. And then once I started reading like romantic books, I was like, holy fuck, my grandma's walking around just reading porn all day. Because, <laughs> I mean, that stuff is very, like... It's so funny. Very, but it's so raunchy, but it's also ridiculous in the way that they do it. Yeah. So, anyway. So, anyway, if you like a good fan fiction, make you laugh. Yeah. Um, Caster Quest, always, and uh, this Harry Potter erotica thing. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, um, I'm it's, gonna... it's really funny because they have someone that's that's really kind of um, square on the show, like, and so she'll say stuff like underpants and stuff, and then they'll just go crazy, like underpants, ah, that's... like like they just think it's. I tend to say underpants a lot. I don't know why. I don't. I don't yeah. say that in like in real life, but we use unders. So yeah, yeah, know, unders. unders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to throw out a podcast recommendation as well, but mine is the Large Marge Sent Us podcast oh, yeah. because I absolutely love, and um, this is the Sweetie and Sweetie, Sweetie's Club. Yeah. Um, their shows are just so funny. And, and they do all of the, the classic movies you kind of grew yeah, up with. We, yeah, we interact with them a lot on social media and just mm-hmm. absolutely adore them and their show. And it's so funny because I had my niece spend the night this week and I was like, okay, I need to int- you know introduce her to some more movies that she's never seen that I think she'll love. So I picked Spaceballs. Yeah. Right? Because it's, you know, she loves Star Wars with us. Like she's she's gotten into this and she really likes it. So I was like, oh, we'll show her Spaceballs now so she can laugh yeah. and get some of these references, whatever. Um, she didn't think it was all that funny. She thinks Pizza Hut is the grossest thing in the world. And then, like, the next day, uh, Large Marge Sittas posted, they did Spaceballs. That's and I funny. was listening to it just laughing my ass off because everything they brought up was exactly the same stuff that I was bringing up when I was watching the movie with her. So That's it was, it was too fun. funny. I always like shows that I feel like I'm a part of when I listen to them. And yeah. I hope people feel like they're a part of our show when they're listening. Because yeah. I know that I get the text from Opera Man when he's driving home listening. Like, ha ha, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, Tony Stark's jizz. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just get this I random know, text. It's, like, like, it's been like three weeks since we it's recorded It's been a month it, and, and I don't like, remember I saying that. No so I just got about. a weird text from my husband that says Tony Stark's jizz. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you? Oh, you must be listening <laughs> to the podcast. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is all for Geek Hobby. Send us your uh, send us your Geek Hobby if it's something that we haven't talked about or if you just want to interact with us. Um, we yeah. also want to say, hey, if you're listening for the first time or if you're not subscribed, subscribe to us on iTunes. Oh, no, it's Apple Podcasts now. Is it Apple? Whatever. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. It's going to take us a long time to get used to that. <laughs> Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah, all blah, the blah, stuff. Blah, 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 yeah. We're everywhere. Um but also, if you want, on Apple Podcasts, go leave us a five-star review and give us a really nice little shout-out. We, uh, we'll show it around on social and media. And if you're from another country, let us know because we got to change our viewer at a setting so that we can look at the other country reviews. Oh, is that how it works Yeah, now? there's a little flag at the bottom. You have to switch. Oh, is this now that it's changed? We I don't get know. our stats? I just learned about uh, it. All right. Yeah. So that's new. We'll, we'll have a new hobby trying to figure out the... Uh, figure out iTunes, Apple Music, Apple or Apple Podcast, Podcast. again. <laughs> I'm still going to call it iTunes for now. So yep. just uh, follow us, give us a, uh, a review there, and uh, we will see you guys next time. See ya. See ya.
music provided by www.bensound.com. And please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. We just fucking call them books.